think we're live right now. Says preparing, but I'm pretty sure it's going. Either way, we got the intro music started. Yeah. You think your love life is going kind of bad? Where's my wine? If you find out your girlfriend accidentally banged your dad. Oh, you clumsy whore. You think your romance maybe ain't the norm? If you find out your fiance has been slipping it to your mom. No. Just ask the love gurus to tell you what to do. Listen to the love gurus or your life is screwed. Yes! Love gurus. Oh, God damn right. We are the love gurus. We are yet again doing another quarantine episode because everybody around me and Suzanne keeps getting uh, COVID, you know? Everyone, everyone has COVID. It, it, you know, I don't know. It, it went for so long not getting it. Now everyone around me is getting COVID. I'm like, what's, what's going on? Like what? I, I, I actually make it, I actually, the way I'm interpreting it is that there was some super fun party and I didn't get invited. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. There was like a fun super spreader party and I didn't get to go. And so that's why I don't have COVID. Everyone else does. I also am looking at it negatively. Uh, my my wife claims she had COVID. Uh, our, our friends upstairs claim they had COVID as well. I tested negative for COVID, which leads me to believe uh, they are helping the deep stake fake this virus. It's clearly not a real virus. Dude, if they had COVID, I would have got COVID if it was that, you know, spreadable or whatever. Yeah. I don't know how much George Soros paid my wife to pretend she was sick, but it's bullshit. You know, like, I can't believe she did it. I, I'm, I'm very upset about this. I think that that makes a lot of sense because, you know, it was right around Christmas time. People need money for like Christmas presents, et cetera, yeah. et cetera. New deep islands, state. huh? Deep state shady folk. Deep state's like, hey, hey, we'll give you 20 bucks if you pretend that you have COVID. And everyone around us was like, hells yeah. Like, <laughs> right, exactly. Yeah. My wife's birthday is 11 uh, uh, same day JFK was shot. I also don't know where she was when JFK was shot. Coincidence? You tell me. I don't know. <laughs> well, you're sort of insinuating that Amy is much older than she really is. But... It's the adrenochrome. They drink the blood. <laughs> you know what I mean? I haven't seen her birth certificate. Let's see the birth certificate. I think yeah. she's been drinking blood. Sure. She's been sleeping with a hot dude half her age because she's in her 80s. And that's just, I don't know, man. She's, she's now... First grassy knoll, now fake and COVID. Exactly. Her birth certificate is saved in the same safety deposit box as uh, Barack Obama's real birth certificate. Am I right? Am 100%. I right? We haven't heard a whole lot from him. Just heard about his playlist <laughs> recently. I, I mean, again, it's all it's all connected. Uh, we're going to get booted off YouTube. I was kidding about all that shit. Where was I? Now let's bring on our two amazing guests, man. We are quarantined, which means we get to see our friends who, A, are living in California now and B have not left the apartment for a long time because of COVID anyway. You know what I mean? So first up, he is a hilarious stand-up comic. He is now living in LA, but we love him. The one, the only Bob Hanson. Thank you for being on the show. Hey, how's it hanging, you crazy cats? Doing I haven't great. gone to LA once. I live nowhere near Los Angeles. I thought you lived in LA now. No, it's uh, I'm, in San I'm in San Diego. It's a few hours south. Oh, that's uh, right. Do honestly... All of all of California is LA to me, dude. I'm just I don't know. That's where I'm at mentally. It's Southern California. Yeah, 
California, we're not going to nitpick on the love guru. <laughs> no, <you know. laughs> it's San Diego. It feels like New York because it's been raining a lot lately and there's a sanitation strike. So garbage is everywhere. <laughs> Dude, that sucks. I actually, I, I've known a few people that have moved there and they always talk about how beautiful the weather is, you know, and just how beautiful the city is in general. You're, now you're telling me that none of that is true anymore. At least in, in, in December is bad month and there's trash everywhere. So uh, jokes uh, on me. New York, <laughs> you took a little piece of New York with you. <laughs> yeah. It's smelly and rainy right. and it sucks. It really is a piece of shit. Ghostbusters 2 was right. It's just slime and hatred. Oh my <laughs> yes. Oh, Miss Ghostbusters. I, w- I want to drink that slime. I want to drink that. I want. I want to do a rail of that pink slime and just see what the hell happens. You know, <laughs> just get a get a like a hatred rush. Yeah. Turn into the Hulk. Yeah. Be It'll awesome. Be nice and high. Yes. Yeah. Our second guest. Our second guest, another hilarious stand-up comic, the one, the only, the recently married. Congratulations, buddy. Mr. Matt Fishman, thank you for being yeah. back on the show. Thank you so much for having me on again. And uh, you're right. I didn't get COVID because I was so worried about possibly catching it for the wedding that on December 1st, I announced on Facebook, I am not doing comedy because I think you're all sick. And uh, Dude, I, he didn't I, fuck can't risk, I can't go to any open mics. I'm not doing anything because I'm not going to get And around that same time, this variant hit. They all got sick and I was vindicated. Still had a call not from wood. It really was because actually Fishman and I were supposed to do a roast battle against each other and worse than everybody was back now. Yeah, Fishman's like, oh, I'm not gonna do it. You know, it's too sick. And and he was totally right. He was totally right. Like we would have all gone crazy. That was before Omicron. (laughs) I was like, you know what? I'm like, that's the Sunday before I get married. And I'm like, and God forbid I get sick for it, it would be terrible. And then things were getting really, I already backed out. I backed out fairly early. I told him, like, listen, I can't risk it. He understood. Everything. And then everything got so bad. And I'm like, I'm a prophet. I'm like, that's the smartest thing I ever did. Yeah. So, saved, because uh, I'm seeing my, my, my parents, Morgan's parents, you know, they're all like nearly 70. So. Oh, yeah, yeah. You can't fuck around. Yeah. Uh, reach out to your fellow, isn't Dr. Fauci's a Jew, isn't he? You need to reach out to your fellow Jew and ask for a, a job and just be like, Fauci, Fauci, I totally, I totally <laughs> called this shit. Do you want to hire me? Yeah, it's like, you know, <laughs> from one from one chosen to another. You know, give me a job. Yeah. You should be on, on all the media. You know, Fauci will be like, I called this shit too, and nobody appreciates me. <laughs> I thought he was Italian. Am I crazy? <laughs> Fauci? Yeah, that sounds Fauci. Italian. Yeah. I don't, I don't think like a Fauci has ever gotten far mitzvah. It doesn't yeah. sound right to me. <laughs> you're, you're thinking the, the, the previous uh, uh, Surgeon General, that was uh, uh, Fauciwitz. Fauciwitz yeah. was Jewish. Oh, that was a different guy. Oh. Change it all silent, you know. So, well, yeah, he's a doctor, so I just sort of assumed he was Jewish. <laughs> I love it because it's kind of racist twice. It's like just assuming he's Jewish because he's a doctor kind of is, but it's also being like Italians are clearly too stupid to be doctors, right? I mean, <laughs> that last name he probably switched it. That's like a stage name, right? It's got to be some kind of trick. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but we, uh, yeah, we've got a lot of good questions. Are we, are we introducing wine this week? Or- uh, yes. First up, let's hear from our fifth member of every single podcast, the white wine. Mm. Yeah. Oh, what a nice white wine it is from Italia, where they are too stupid to be doctors. Uh, the country where they make wine instead of medicine. Uh, no, but seriously, this is really good. It's a Pinot Grigio. It is from what part of Italy? 
Oh, the Fauci fuck. area in the middle. Of it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. She's in the Fauci favorite. region. In, uh, in like southern Italy. Uh, it's filled with just medical advice and grapes, man. That's all that comes <laughs> out of that region. Not not food like the rest of it. Uh, Kovali! The wine exhibits a straw yellow color with bright golden reflections. The nose showcases fruity aromas of white peach and Mayer lemon. Mayer? That's even like capitalized the mayor, like John Mayer. That's oh, ridiculous. This is gonna sound dumb. I didn't know there was more than one kind of lemon, dude. It's like you got you got good lemons, and then you got ones that are have gone bad. You got and the then big, you got big lemons, and you got little lemons, and then yep. you got oranges. Like that. Like That's it. Uh huh. You got the green ones, which actually is a different kind of fruit. That's a lime. That's a lime. Is, a lime is just an unripened lemon. Am I wrong? Okay. Uh -huh. I, ca I call them tequila lemons. That's all. <laughs> that's all limes are to me. Uh, in the mouth, it is what the fuck? In the mouth, it is fresh. Oh, I, I thought it said refresh. Really little writing on this bottle, man. They really skimped on the on the on, on the font size on this one. <laughs> in the mouth, it is fresh with zesty minerality and good persistence. Covalli Pinot Grigio. Get you some. Now let's hear from our first question from the psychopaths on Reddit. First question. My mom cut me off when I got a tattoo and now she wants to come to my wedding. What should I do? In early 2019, when I was 24, I got tattoos of my kids' names and their date of birth in an easily hidden location with a fairly minimalist design. Nothing offensive or dumb, just names and dates of birth. My mom, who's 55, has said throughout my childhood that she didn't like tattoos, but she said the same thing about ear about piercings, and she took me to go get my ears pierced at 16. I thought that getting the tattoos was such a non-event that I didn't even tell her about it. In the, uh, three months later, we went on a family holiday, and when we were swimming, my mom saw my tattoo. You full-on screaming like I was a little kid and not a 24-year-old woman, during which she said that I was dead to her. I spent the rest <laughs> of the holiday trying to, speak to, trying to speak to her, and she ignored me like I wasn't even there. When we got home, she blocked me on all methods of communication. My fiancé proposed an early screen before losing contact with my mom. We were going to get married in late 2020, but of course it got postponed for obvious reasons. We've made the arrangements to get married early February 22, and it's less than a dozen people and drinks at our place. The guest list is just our siblings and some family, and that's it. One of my siblings told my mom, and she unblocked me and then asked for an invitation. How do I handle this? My mom lives in a different country, so the wedding would be the first time that I see her since her freakout. I still miss her and want her in our kids' lives, but I just don't know if it's too much to deal with on my wedding day. What do I do? My kids also have a bunch of tattoos. She's going to be really fucking mad about that one. <laughs> yeah. So to give a quick recap. Okay. So this was a couple, a couple years ago. So, you know, but she was 24 at the time. So when she was 24, she got her kids' names tattooed on her. We, you know, I guess unclear how many children uh, she's already had at the ripe old age of 24, but I won't ask that question. I'm not. I'm not here to sure. <laughs> tell anyone, you know. Uh, I mean, if you can't remember your own kids' names, should you really be a parent? Maybe that was the issue. <laughs> it's like a roll call. She's like, Tariq. Because there's, yeah, there, she's definitely like one of those moms that would name them all with the same first letter. You know what I mean? 
Um, but anyway, so she gets so she gets these tattoos on her arm. It's totally not a big deal to her. She goes on a vacation with her family. Her mom sees the tattoos, freaks out, and is like, "You're dead to me!" Like doesn't even like and doesn't even try to have contact with the kids with her grandkids. Now that the daughter's getting married, the mom is trying to come back into the picture. And, you know, her question is, what do I do? Do I let her come to the wedding and potentially make a big C? You know, it's, it's interesting because it's, it's, to me, what's weird about this question is that the mom kind of didn't give a shit about these kids. Like she didn't care about her grandkids. She was just like, whatever. But she kind of, it's like, she's upset. She's missing out on a party. You know, it's like, she's like, what? You guys are having a, a birthday for Grayson and I'm not invited? Like, it's very... <laughs> Hmm. Yeah, it's very, it's very weird that only the wedding is now like now she's like oh okay because like the kids have had birthdays like events have happened she didn't care about that but now that there's this wedding and it's not a big wedding they're like literally getting married in the backyard with you know like a tent it's I, I mean even if even that it's like all of a sudden the mom is now like I want to be involved like what I mean what do you guys think do you guys think that she should let her mom come to the wedding no <laughs> because the most interesting people in the world are people who don't talk to their parents she's going to want to keep that that's an interesting story like i don't talk to my mom and now she has something to talk about at parties it's like sure even at her wedding where's your mom it's like well pull up a chair and then that's it she has a story and she's gonna be popular <laughs> for the rest of her life because of it that's what i think that's, that's, that's she, what I think. she's showing the t- card the, the tattoo like the like the sh- ship captain and and Jaws going, you see this tattoo here? I lost me mother because of this tattoo. You mean she died? No, but she really hated it. She would hated never it. speak to me again. Arr. And people be like, oh, they'll listen. You know, she'll put like this on a chalkboard. Everyone's going to pay attention. <laughs> so that's why, you know, don't invite them on. I, I agree with your method because how how refreshing it would be to not be burdened with uh, having a personality for the rest of your life. You know what I'm saying? Like, what a drag it's been to, you're at a party and people are like, oh, so where are you summering this year? And you're like, oh my God, you know, whereas you could just go to those parties and be like, oh, my mom left me because I got a tattoo. And it's like, yeah, oh, very refreshing. What, very what? Cool. Bob, in this situation, what would you do? Hang on, I have to go get the door. I will be back. Continue talking amongst yourselves. There, no way that's not a murderer because no one's supposed to at, or maybe we accidentally booked someone and they actually they went over to Jake's house. Maybe the question offended Jake. He's like, I don't talk to my mom because I have a tattoo. What if it's Jake's mom at the front door? Oh, <laughs> Bob, what do you think about the question? Let her come, and I'll tell you why. Oh, that's what she said. What? Yeah, we're guessing. Yeah, um, let her come to the wedding. It's it's a little game I like to call staying in the will. (laughs) (laughs) This woman. These don't sound like will havers. (laughs) That's that's true. That's fair. But this woman is in another country. We don't know what other country. So she must have fly to somewhere and back money internationally. Unless she's paddling there. Could be a raft kind of situation, you know? (laughs) Well, she didn't say. She didn't say. Of course, it's very silly of this mother to be outraged at the tattoos when clearly this woman is is old enough to get 
to have her egg fertilized by, by the by the sperm of, of another man and then harvest those babies in the womb for nine months in the womb and then give birth to said babies. And you understand what I think I overexplained that a little bit too much. Vibes off this question. That's for goddamn sure. Yeah. If you can ensure there are other relatives like like your siblings, for example, who can keep the mom busy to decrease the chances of a scene or aggravation at the wedding, then uh, you might as well let her show up because it'll be aggravations later. But stay away from her until they say I do. And the reception is done being filmed or whatever the hell it's being yeah. done. You need you need buffers. Yeah. Well, and you know, I agree. I agree with you. I think that she should let the mom come. One, because, you know, it's, it's, it is the wedding, you know, maybe this is the mom's, you know, olive branch. She's saying, you know, let's, you know, rebuild a relationship because she says in her question, she does want to have a relationship with her mom. So this is a good opportunity. Also, because she's having a very small wedding. Now she was having a wedding with like 300 people in like a grand ballroom. Definitely not. And the reason why is because if the mom freaks out, that's way too much money down the drain. Know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. you say it's a grand ballroom. Are we sure this is not like, you know, the kind of wedding that's at the back of a Win Dixie? No, like, you know, okay. whatever. I'm saying this is a wedding that's in the back of a Win Dixie. So if they, even if the mom like ruins the wedding, what is she really taking away? You know what I mean? She's probably right. just going to break a couple solo cups. It's fine. You know, like easy. You don't have to worry too much about getting your deposit back from the Waffle House. Yeah. And also, yeah. like, because it's a smaller wedding, like, she can be escorted out easily. It's not like you're embarrassed in front of, like, hundreds of people. You're embarrassed in front of, like, your five best friends who knows that, who know that your mom is batshit anyway. So it's mm -hmm. like, you know, so because it's a small wedding, because it is, you know, just, just let her come. What's she going to do? What's she going to do? Drink from the punch ball? We all already have COVID, okay? <laughs> and actually, we I, I'm behind on some, uh, some, some YouTube chats. We got Joel on YouTube is saying, uh, most importantly, I hope Amy is doing well. Uh, not going to lie. It was great watching Suzanne do the Adam West uh, bat Uzi to the theme song. <laughs> oh, this is it, yeah. These are, I'm, I'm kind of behind on the chats. We're doing Zoom, so it's a different yeah. kind of setup than normal. But uh we have uh, we have someone named Efri Jepstein in the I chat. His picture appears to be a certain gray hair fellow we remember from the news a while back, but he's got a, a mustache, so it's clearly a different guy. Uh, <laughs> his first question, he says, is Suzanne single? Uh, let's see. Here, here's what I thought was funny. Here's what I think about is funny about that question is I'm clearly too old for Jeffrey Epstein. Know what I'm saying? <laughs> yes. <laughs> I'm too old for Leo DiCaprio. Right. Like, I mean, it's it's flattering. I'll say it. <laughs> but that's that's why it's so hard to be a guy named Efri Jepstein, yes. who looks very similar to the guy, but with a mustache. All he does is go around sleeping with age-appropriate women. And, you know, now he's getting turned down. And it's just like, he's clearly like, look, I wouldn't be here. I wouldn't be on Tinder if I was a real guy. I'd be on an island with some, some youngsters, some youngins. Yeah. That's not me. I'm Efri, not Jeffrey. He's like, listen, I love it when women are old enough to have their period. Love yeah. <laughs> I prefer that time. Like, you want to know my fetish? It's, it's still disgusting, but it, it's my fetish. <laughs> like, I, I like that part, you know? Slept with all my sheets are red for a reason. They're all dark maroon. Yeah. 
He got, can't believe that, that, what's her name, just Lane Maxwell? I can't believe she was guilty. This is insane. What kind of country is this? Unbelievable. <laughs> right, right. Unbelievable. Yeah. Me neither. Oh. I don't think she did it. Because why? So I hashtag believe all women, not just when it's convenient, okay? Not just two years ago when it was easy, all right? I believe Ghislaine Maxwell. Yeah. Um, it's just yeah. right? It's not Ghislaine? I have no idea. Now that she's guilty, I don't have to try to say it right. That's my rule. I, I mean, that's one of the things that's that's very funny about any trial coverage that you watch. Because there's a documentary, I think it's on Hulu about it. And it's it's every, it just every news reporter pronounces her name differently. And how frustrating, <laughs> how frustrating would that be for you? You're basically on trial to spend the rest of your life in jail. No one pronounces your name correctly. <laughs> oh yeah, hundred percent. It'll get yeah yeah. Jess, it's it's Jesse Smollett forever. Now. I don't I don't care. I don't have to say it all French now, dude. I don't care. You know, hey man, you've been convicted. I get to I get to say it however I want. That's the rules. Okay, so going back to the question, hopefully uh, Ghislaine, Ghislaine, jizzed on her leg uh, doesn't come <laughs> yes. to this wedding. But it's, you know, so what, I mean, so Jake, you, you know, you just, well, both of you recently just had a wedding, Matt Fishman again, uh, and Jake. Was there anyone at the wedding that you guys were like, ooh, we don't know if we should invite that person because they might get crazy? Ooh. Not for the Zoom, no. For the party, we're still debating. <laughs> <laughs> well, listen, bitches, I got my invitation to the party today, so he's not talking about me. What? <laughs> you guys should have gone. Everyone here should have gone. Uh, I saw Bob. You're invited. That's you. You don't, you don't have to go cross country for this. But we love you so much. We sent you the invite. Oh, so thank you. Good. Yes, thank you. But there's some people just like uh, should I, no, I don't think so. <laughs> like Zoom, yes. Party, no. It's a weird kind of. Thank what you. about you guys, Jake? Was there someone that you guys didn't invite because you thought that they were going to get crazy? No, not not really. I mean, it, it was more just a, a matter of, well, I've got, you know, there's so many people here already. And it was kind of during that period where there wasn't a ton of COVID. And I got married in Iowa, which not a lot of people anyway. And it's pretty goddamn spread out. I mean, yeah. even the venue, like Amy was looking at the pictures online and she was worried that, oh, is this place going to be big enough? And then we got there and said, oh, my God, this is massive. Because you know how any any apartment in New York, if you look at the pictures online, they get really good at making it, like, huge. They get the yeah. wide lenses. They make a studio apartment look like just a palace, you know? But then you get there and it's tiny. Opposite there, they don't have to, like, glory shot anything because everything is just sort of big enough. I told her, I was like, look, if, if the, the place said it fit 150 people. I said, if a place in New York says it fits 150 people, that means it comfortably fits about 100. If a place in Iowa City, Iowa says that it comfortably fits 150 people, that means it fits 7,952 people. I mean, it's big, you know, like it's fine. And so everything's sort of naturally socially distanced there anyway. So it's just, it didn't even, you know, not, not a lot of COVID going around there. Yeah, 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 fair enough. Okay, so what's our final advice for this person? My final advice is, yeah, pull the trigger, get mom involved. Because as Fishman said, Worst case scenario, she's going to ruin your wedding, but, 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 but you're going to have a story to tell at parties for the rest of your life. So what about nice. you guys? What, what's your final advice? All right. So mine first, first, I'm going to read some from, uh, from Joel on YouTube. He said, oh. uh, oh, first Efri Jepstein said, let her come. Hootie and the blowfish. Oh yeah. <laughs> there you go. Um, Joel, <laughs> Joel on YouTube says, 
She's in another country. That's my favorite type of tree. Uh, he said, what's wrong with a wedding at Winn-Dixie? I'm pretty sure my first wife conceived our first kids while we were in there playing Piggly Wiggly. <laughs> yeah, fucking A, man, you know? Love it. Yeah. I don't know why I chose Winn-Dixie. It's a supermarket. I just came, that was the first word that came to my mind. I, honestly, I had no idea what it was. I, I didn't... Winn-Dixie is a supermarket chain right. in the South. So ah, like, okay. The assumption is made that these are southern. I might have I might have been up answering the doorbell. It was a food delivery, which was not even mine. <laughs> and they claimed oh, it wasn't for the people upstairs either. So I don't know. They got the wrong address or some shit. Oh, but I see. Either way. Um e e any any final advice from, from you guys for yeah, what about you, Bob? Bob, you, you think just let her let her come? Let her in, but but be on guard. <laughs> the siblings are there when your siblings and friends are, are there when you have your party or your best man your bridesmaid whatever there there's a variety of duties and some of those duties is uh are not necessarily listed and one of those duties is is, is keeping an eye out for the crazy and um and uh, being able to spot it coming so uh put them on guard duty tell your the siblings she likes better put them on mom duty and uh get Tell the minister to talk quickly. <laughs> All right. Here's what I would do. I would say, mom, before I decide whether or not I'm, I, I, I would like to have you come to the wedding. However, I'd like to have lunch first. I picked the location. Where is this location next to what your favorite tap two parlor? Yeah. And after dessert, you say, mom, listen, I will let you come to my wedding on one circumstance. You get your grandkids tattooed on you as well. Yeah. Not just their names, though. Nice. I want a full mural. I want I want it looking like they like like a, 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 a shrine. Like ben you know? Affleck's a dragon tattoo on his back. But yeah. yeah, the kind of thing to where if people look at it, they're like, did those kids die or something? Why so <laughs> elaborate? Like, it's going to be a whole thing. You're going to be taking multiple trips back there. Oh, yeah, but the tattoo, like, Bob, you have a tattoo. Who else here has a tattoo? I know, I know. Just the, the, the one that we know. <laughs> yeah. Right there. Who else? Anyone else here has a tattoo? I don't no have tattoos? tattoos? Jake, no tattoo? I mean, I got like a like a pen tattoo on my butt cheek. It's a swastika. It was given to me in prison against my will, just like Beecher and Oz. I don't really count that one though. You know what I mean? That was not my idea. I didn't and you still never forgave me for that. I didn't yet. It's like Bob, what? I don't know, we were friends. Why are you humming the theme song to Oz as you're chiseling <laughs> the prison swastika into my ass? This is arguably the greatest film ever made. <laughs> Good old Why did I ask that question. <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't have tattoos, but I think that this lady, when she shows up to the wedding, even if she does this, you know, um, I, I think you should do this, but if you don't do that, have, show, have her show up to the wedding but you get on all three of your grandkids tattoos of their grandma. Yeah. That's another thing they get to, uh, she's get to see herself <laughs> tattooed on the kids. Yeah. That's nice. Yeah. It's proper revenge. And also I don't really care that she's cut out of the will. This sounds like a rich girl problem to me. I don't give a shit. You want to know why I'm not going to receive inheritance money from my mom and my dad, because they're like gamblers and they're working class folk. They don't have, they don't have money to leave me. I'm going to get stuck with fucking bills for like funerals and stuff. So the thing is, that's why that's the one cool thing about having broke parents is I don't need to worry about impressing them 
with whether or not I'm tattooed, where it's located, how big is it? I'm going to get just as little money if I had zero tattoos as I would with a whole like giant picture of my mom like Ben Affleck's tattoo. Also, same amount of money as I would get if I had that picture of my mom back there with an arrow pointing to it saying, this lady is awful. You know what I mean? Like, it's just, it doesn't matter. It's a moot point to me. I can get whatever kind of tattoos I want. Yeah, it just means that that your relationship is genuine, which is beautiful. Yeah. Yeah. Said, oh, my mommy's not giving me any mommy money because I got a tattoo. Well, I don't Although, care. I will say, to be fair, it, it, when she says my mom cut me off, I think that in this context, she just meant like excommunicated her. Like she just she doesn't talk about anything modest. Oh, gotcha. Cutting yeah. her off. I thought it was it's like, like a money thing. Yeah, like just, she doesn't, yeah. like she blocked her yeah. and the rest. Who cares? Your mother, your mother sounds she shitty anyway. That she's not out of the world, you know, so we don't know, to be fair. Yeah. Just wanted to put that out. Uh, Joel on YouTube says, so mom cutting her off wasn't the incestuous relationship I hoped. <laughs> I mean, that I thought it was. <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, so I, um, but perfect. I think we answered that question. Should we go move on to the next one? Absolutely. Next question on the Love Gurus podcast. People, if you've got questions to write in, write them to Love Gurus podcast at yahoo.com or even better, watch every single Thursday live on YouTube at 7.30 p.m. Eastern. Write the comments live in the chat. But for now, we are going to take another one from the depraved lunatics on the, the, the crazy septic sewage tank of a site known as Reddit. How oh, we love Reddit questions. Here comes another one. Next question. My partner told me about his trauma, and I think it's stupid. <laughs> I'm 22 and my partner is 23. We've been together for three years, and in those years, we've been he's been harping on the supposed traumatic event that happened to him as a child. Everything- I was really hoping it was the fiance of the lady from the last question, going, uh, I don't care about her mother. Yeah. Everything he blames on it and would always mention how nothing I've been through comes close to it. He always called me spoiled and would tell me that I haven't been through anything when I haven't even told him anything about my past. Well, last night he was drunk and he told me about this traumatic event and and what happened to him. And I honestly am pissed and I don't even feel sympathy for him when he's been downplaying what I've been through, even without even knowing. His traumatic event was being supposedly outcast for bad breath and (laughs) bullied and how it's made him self-conscious even to this day. Is this a Crest commercial? This is ridiculous. <laughs> I've had a horrible childhood, including abuse, etc., that no child should ever go through. It's too traumatic to even type out in this thread. And the entire time he was speaking to me, he kept ranting about how before he experienced this, that he had the best time of his life and how if this hadn't have happened, he would have had been able to get the best of best girls and how in college <laughs> cute ass girls wanted him but turned him down because of his supposed bad breath. After he made this comment, I asked him, well, what am I then if he wasn't able to get the best of the best girls? And he couldn't even answer. The common anger, <laughs> and he's made comments in the past about me being seven when I think I'm a 10. I cannot muster any sympathy. He called her a seven? That his trauma is oh, stupid. Yeah. Am I valid in feeling this in feeling this way, or am I being insensitive? Should I break up with him? Well, so yeah. So to give a quick <laughs> recap, she's been dating. She's been dating this guy for th- for three years. Three I years. Mean, wow. A long time. She's been dating this guy for three years. 
he's talked about this trauma that's happened to him in the past and but they've never like actually like she's never been like okay well, what is the trauma he finally tells her and it's that he i guess had bad breath and was bullied and she is like oh hells no like she <laughs> an abusive childhood it's, it's you think your breath smells bad you should have smelled it when my friend Efri Jepstein in the comments section was done with it. Yeah. I smelled awful. It sounds bad. So, so he's crying about how he this traumatic event happened, which has now skewed him into not hot dude territory. And he's now having to sort of like take subpar girls because the other hat ones didn't want him because his bad breast smells. And <laughs> you know, she's actually being, she is being self-aware. She's like, listen, am I being a dick? Should I break up with him? A, and I will give a very succinct answer. A, you're not being a dick. B, you should definitely break up with this guy. I'm not trying to like gaslight anyone to say that trauma isn't trauma. This isn't trauma. So this ain't trauma at all. And and it's trauma you can fix. Here's the thing. I, I've I've barely ever told people that their breath smell good. And these were people I was very close to and cared about a lot. Smell good. Or you smell bad. Smell bad. I I was I was dyslexic. I I, I think oh, that, I, the, the yeah, yeah. Okay. That, that it didn't smell good. So I'm saying like if somebody tells you that they're either being really fucking mean or they're being really, really nice because it's not an easy thing to tell somebody. It's very much impossible to tell somebody your breath doesn't smell good without it coming across as, hey, fuck you. You're a disgusting uh, uh, mole person and and I hate you. You know, like that's the way it's going to come off no matter how much. But sometimes it's just like, dude, you are about to go on a date. Just get you need to floss and get some Listerine, brush your teeth. Because that's the thing, the, the bad breath, that's fixable, you dummy. Yeah. It's not like, going, oh, I was born with bad breath. My father had bad breath. My grandpapa. Bad. Hey, look, I'm sure there's some weird mouth gum stuff, but like for the most part, you, you floss, you get some Listerine, you could do the legwork. Don't blame everybody else because yeah. your breath smells like piss. I used to work with a guy that he apparently had, there is like some sort of chronic condition. I don't know if you call it disease. Really? There's some kind of chronic condition where like there's something about like your stomach acid is always like, is always doing something. Again, I don't know like the medical terms, but it basically makes it so that you kind of always have bad breath, even if you're like very diligent about brushing your teeth and having Listerine and all stuff. But he was like aware of it. He was like, Oh sure. yeah, it's, I've got this thing. You know, he would just he would just talk to you about it. So it was kind of like, yeah, it wasn't pleasant to be in a cubicle with him, but it was fine. You know, it was right. like, you know, but but he also wasn't playing the victim card. He also wasn't sat there saying to me, I mean, I like my wife, but she could be like so much hotter. <laughs> you know, <laughs> that's the part of this. It's, it's like. Again, I'm not, I'm not trying to say anyone's trauma isn't trauma, but it's more of like, you know, that continually, continuously like playing the victim card, like, <gasps> no, oh, I, things have happened to you, but what's happened to me is so much worse. Like that to me, <laughs> yeah, right. like, it's just such a dick. Thing Plus he's do. like a dick. He's, oh, I'm a seven. Yeah. Your mouth smells like a fish store on Grand Street in, <laughs> in the middle of June. 
<laughs> what number is that? What does that bump you down to, huh? Yeah. You could be Leonardo DiCaprio if you smelled like that. No one would fuck you. Yeah. So, Bob, what, Bob? What's your tolerance for bad breath? Are I feel like you would be like pretty intolerant of someone who had bad breath. <laughs> you you have resting breath shamer face. I love how I love how Suzanne just uh, assumed no matter what the situation is. I bet you probably very intolerant. Not <laughs> <laughs> about all things. You're very tolerant about a lot of things, but bad breath. I feel is like where you would draw the line. Well, I'm 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 much too polite. I was raised very polite, so I would just distance myself from the person. Uh, she she never commented on whether or not she thinks he has the bad breath problem. Bad breath problem. She just or if he had it during their relationship. Either way, good quite yeah. good point. Excellent yeah. point. Either way, I do think she should break up with him. However, via text because he smells. <laughs> Not even a phone call. All excellent points. It'll travel through the phone. No, I had to text you. I'm so sorry (laughs) to do this via text, but you have sneaky breath. (laughs) Goodbye, and also you're a pussy. (laughs) What? What? That's not trauma. That's a problem. Okay, that's a person who had a problem once. Yeah. Yeah. People really overuse the term trauma. That you remember? You remember if you said trauma in the '90s, that was some shit. That was like some. You went through some fucking epic shit if you had '90s trauma. Now nah, I got, I got, I get teased when I was seven. Like, man, fuck you, stop it. Yeah. What I mean, what do you think, Fishman? I mean, do you think that this, you know, do you think that his trauma is trauma? And then, but then also, what do you think about his comment? You know, where he's he's kind of like, um, how do I say? It? You know, he's degrading her by saying, "Listen, I could have." I could have, if my confidence hadn't been shot, I could have dated girls way hotter than you. You know, what What do you make of that comment? It's not trauma. The guy's, the guy's, the guy was made fun of because his breath stunk. And that was all it was when he was younger and he let it fester. The fact that he said that to her is so offensive. If I was her, I'd be like, hit the road, stinky breath, and use some listening <laughs> while you're at it. Because because I've been very conscious of my uh, conscious of my breath ever since the pandemic because we wear masks. I wear masks. You yeah. smell your breath. So I gargle with Listerine before I oh, leave yeah. the house all the time. So I have to I smell got my breath. All that, yeah. Right? Ever like have like some like onions and then you put your mask on and like you burp and you're like, oh fuck, I stink. And everyone else is smelling that in the pre-COVID times. Now we know what they were going through. Yeah. So uh, you got to have clean breath. And this guy, it, it, I, don't, it's like, I, don't, I can't explain. He's like, I had a very traumatic experience. You're like, what? It's like, I have bad breath. It's like the episode of Curb Your Enthusiasm where the yes. guy was like, I had a de- I had someone, there's, there's many instances of Curb Your Enthusiasm. And someone's like, you know, on 9-11, I lost someone. Like, I'm so sorry. They find out that his relative died in a car accident yeah. in Idaho on 9-11. It's like, well, yeah, he died on 9-11, but not in the 9-11 attacks. And Dude, like, that was a great episode. That's very traumatic. It's like, that doesn't count. That's not a traumatic thing. Dude, so that same episode, like, he says, I'm having my friend come to dinner. He's a survivor, you know, and, and, and this is like a rabbi second. So he's like, oh, it's a Holocaust, Holocaust survivor. So he brings his Holocaust survivor for him. And it turns out that this guy is just a guy that was on the show Survivor. And <laughs> <laughs> all dudes are like, what the fuck? No, no, it's just not the same thing. We had another one this season. It was like, this guy was like, I was sexually, you know, uh, assault, I was sexually abused as a child. I was like, oh my yes! God. So, it turns out he was like 17 and a half years old and this beautiful, he was on a, a movie set and this beautiful 37 year old actress 
seduced him. He lost his virginity to her. And like, it was great. It was like that guy a couple years back. You lost your virginity yeah. to an older woman. You just happened to be 17 and a half, not 18. It's like, but I was still underage. Just like, no, that's not. So yeah, it was like that guy that tried me to in that model a, a couple years ago. I think that was what a play with because a guy did that. He was like 32 and he was like, but when I was 17, though, bro, I was abused. This hot <laughs> model, she she forced herself on me. And it's like, no, no, it, it stop, no. stop. You're, you're tarnishing, <laughs> you're, you're dragging that hashtag through the yeah. mud. It's going to be worthless if people listen Dude, to you. Made for his breath. It sucks. Kids can be cruel. <laughs> Kids can be cruel, but he is not traumatized. He's just a piece of shit. And he should also, you know, floss. That could help. Uh, they'd be surprised how much the old food and the teeth can stink up stuff and maybe gargle twice a day. He'll be fine. Yeah. He's good. Yeah, I agree. Oh, yeah. oh I make a half serious point? Uh, yeah. I'll surprise you sometimes. Um, she <laughs> mentioned that she was abused and this guy is being a dick calling her a seven. Is she going back to the same pattern of being in a situation where she's used to being abused? Ha-ha, I said a thing. I said a thing. <laughs> Take that. I like it. This we've guy is We've all been bobbed. <laughs> she used to get punched in the face. And then the next boyfriend, what? A little open-handed, you know? But now she's gone all the way down to verbal and emotional abuse. He's like an Ike Turner smoker's patch. You know, this guy, he's weaning her off of abuse. The next guy, he's just going to be a little bit of a dick. He's going to be like me. He's just kind of drinks too much, gets a little fucking mouthy when he's drunk, stays out too late. He's hung over, looks too much like Steve Buscemi, you know, <laughs> airlines going back, guts going, you know, he's not going to be great, but he's going to be better than this guy. I see great things in her future. Yeah. Uh, yeah, perfect. Okay, so what uh, I think we have a couple comments to. Yes, uh, Joel, thank you for correcting me, Joel. He said seven thirty Eastern. Wow, you must have had really bad tech tech difficulties tonight. <laughs> that would have made you over an hour late. Thank you, Joel. I yes, I said during the intro to this question seven thirty. I was wrong. It's eight thirty p.m. Eastern. I I don't know, man. Doing the doing it Zoom just fucking throws me off. I'm off my game, dude. You know what it is? Is we used to have those overlays, and I could see the time right down there. And now we're also going by coastal. I'm, you know, we're doing different numbers. I was given the central time. That's not even either of the time zones that anybody on this Zoom is in. You know, so I don't I don't know where the hell I got 7:30 from. But yes, thank you for correcting me. It's 8:30 p.m. Eastern. Oh, uh, uh, Sandra says. V-U-M.O-N-G. I, oh, I hope, don't type that in, people. I think that's, uh, I you know, you might get a virus or something like that. You're going to type that in and you're, it's, yes, it's going to, it's going to cause your iPhone to give you really bad breath is what's going to happen. <laughs> a mouthpiece. It's a virus. Yeah. yeah, 100%. Uh, Amy on YouTube says, rock, paper, scissors to see who has the most traumatic experience. Yes! Yeah. I mean, that's this guy's only hope, right? Is that they flip a coin because even based on a little bit we've heard from her, uh, uh, Joel on YouTube says, uh, someone let Efri F- know that the author is about to be single. Uh, Matt, <laughs> he, he says, Matt has a great point about the masks. That's why I gargle with bourbon at every traffic light. <laughs> I let know. Uh, I, I, I never know what store I'll need to stop at and refuse to take it to, and refuse to chance it. Yeah. yeah. Good point. Yeah. Speaking of bourbon, my friend, I need a refill soon. I need a there refill. Yeah. Nice. All right. nice. What's the next question? Yeah, what are you drinking, by the way? Okay. What is so Do we Jim have Bean. any final ah. advice? Yeah. My final advice for this this person is listen, you're definitely dating a piece of shit and you need to break up with him. So and it's 
And also, I just, if you really did have like an abusive childhood, I hope you're in therapy because that sounds sad. Okay. And stop dating losers. Okay. That's fine. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I would tell her to stop dating losers, but as a loser, it sounds a bit hypocritical. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Like a stinky breath guy telling you your breath stinks. That's that. I mean, so don't stop dating all losers. Don't just stop dating guys this bad. Okay. Um, my final advice. Well, I have I have two possible advices, right? Uh, one, you could do a little bit of stinky breath espionage. You know, uh, you could be like, I hear you. That's really bad. People that make fun of other people's breaths deserve to be fucking decapitated by ISIS and burn in hell. That's what I say. And then you just start eating sardines before you come to see it. You know what I mean? Just eat a lot of sardines, a lot of garlic. Start chewing Copenhagen. Not even the wintergreen kind. Just long cut, old school, that cowboy dip, you know? And just, yeah, the whole time. Nothing makes your bread stinkier than that. Put it on all four sides. Get it right up front. Do it a little bit front there. Get it. I'm talking six dips. You know, boom, boom, boom. Now it's going to be bad. You're going to want to be drunk for this. You're not going to want to be sober for this at all, but I wouldn't suggest drinking bourbon. That's going to block out the taste or, or, or the, the, the scent, the, the aroma of said Copenhagen, you know? So you want something, maybe some vodka, something like that. That's not going to smell too strong um, or, or inject it like Motley Crue used to do when they couldn't find heroin. Either way, just I, uh, you know, maybe get drunk and then brush your teeth and then do it at Copenhagen. You know, you want all cope, all cope, and then go over there and just make out with the guy and let him see how it feels. Right. So that's that's advice number one. But if you don't want to do that and you want to go just express, because I don't even think you should just break up with them. I think it should be worse than that. I always try to err against the person writing the question because, A, most of these people are animals on Reddit and B, there, it usually tends to be their pro them propaganda. I point this out once a week. It tends to be their MSNBC, their Fox News, their North Korean state run news if they happen to inherit the whole country. Right. That said, I can find zero holes in this, even trying to err against her, you know. So I say get him drunk one night. You, you know what I mean? Make sure he's good and asleep. Uh, I don't want to say drug him. You know what I mean? That seems a bit icky. You don't want to go down that road. Nah, but definitely get him drunk enough to where he does not wake up when you put a baby diaper, a used baby diaper, <laughs> over his face after you've written in the wall <laughs> uh, in, in feces and then just walk out. And he's wearing the baby like that over his shitty, shitty breath. Yeah. Amazing. Perfect. Well, I think we have time for one more question. Uh, we've been very chatty today, which is always good. Um, but yeah, so uh, should we do the last question? Yes, yes, last question. Hold on what? one sec. Can I just throw this in? Yeah. What's that? Lady, if you're out there with the, the, the bad breath guy, if you really, <laughs> really want to get into this guy's soul, if you, if you really want to uh, make him feel the hurt that he's made feel you with his comments, don't just break up with them. Don't just break up with them via text. Have sex with his bullies. Yeah. Yeah, I like that. Uh -huh. That's good. That's, That's like tightest level. Or if you can't find his bullies, if he's not specific enough, you you three months later you conveniently run into him. He asks, "What have you been doing?" And you, you know, step back a bit. Ooh, 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 ooh. Uh, what what have you been doing? You know what? And, and you ask him, "Oh me? Oh oh? Now you want to know what I've been doing? I'm just dating this dentist? You know what I mean? Just just banging his orthodontist? You know? Just letting him." Let him ride my would be face. cool if you had His two face. bullies. If you had bullies that were twins, and he, she's like, "I'm just you know, having sex with some double mint gum over here." Oh, you know, get yeah. some, some dumb puns in there. Uh -huh. Do some redhead bullies. Fucking big red. 
The whole room smelled like bully musk and peppers. Yes. It was yeah, delicious. Well. This guy was just spear minting me in the butt. You know, it's like, you throw it all the fuck things like that. It's all there. It's terrible. It's so stupid. <laughs> Listerine scented lube. That's what even, it's a good pun. I think we answered that question. Should we do one more question? Absolutely. Last question on the Love Gurus podcast. People, if you have any questions to write in, write them into Love Gurus Podcast at yahoo.com or watch every single Thursday at what? 8.30 p.m. Eastern, live on YouTube. Ask the questions in the comments or just comment on anything we're talking about. But for now, we are going to take one more depraved question from the disgusting psychopaths on Reddit. I accidentally read my girlfriend's text and found out that she might break up with me. Help! I'm 30, my girlfriend is 32. Today I misplaced my phone in her apartment, so I grabbed my girlfriend's phone to call it because she was in the shower. I picked up her phone and her texts were open, so I searched for my name because then I could just call my phone from our text conversation. It ended up highlighting my name throughout all of her text conversations with other people, and I saw that one from a few days ago said, when are you going to break up with John? I'm John. I really, <laughs> I really couldn't help myself from there. I pulled up conversations and saw that she and one of her coworkers were talking about some guy that my girlfriend knew. My girlfriend had screenshotted an Instagram conversation between her and this guy about pasta puns because my girlfriend had posted a picture of pasta. My girlfriend then mentioned to her coworker something about her heart fluttering when she opened the conversation. Her coworker asked where the dude lives. My girlfriend said that uh, the state, which is pretty far away. Then she said something like, I should, I, I stopped there and will hold off until I talk to John because it's not fair to him. I'm, uh, I pretty much fell into shock and don't know what to do besides walk around our apartment aimlessly panicking. All of my friends have said how awesome my girlfriend is. And since I've asked her about her birthday, she responded normally as if she didn't expect anything in our near future to change. Is she waiting for after the holidays to break it off? Should I break up with her first? If I confront her, it means that I'd have to tell her that I went through her phone. What should I do? So to give a quick recap, he he went through her phone. He like makes up this whole like, oh, I accidentally, I lost my phone, which means I had to call <laughs> her, my phone from her phone. And I saw she was cheating on me. It's like, no, you went, you went through her phone. Okay, we've all done it. <laughs> what? It's fine. Just admit, yeah, even if you were like, I suspected she was cheating, so I went through her phone. I'd be like, great, that's what I would have told you to do. Yeah. You know, like, I, it's when you lie about it, it's like, well, you kind of suck. Maybe that's why she's breaking up with you in the first place, yeah, dummy. Whole, oh, in the four minutes she's in the shower, you happen to lose, whatever. Just say you went through your phone, whatever. So he goes through her phone finds out that she's been texting her chicas uh i'm gonna break up with this dude soon um you know sort of sliding into the dms on this other guy on instagram you know and he's kind of like freaks out like what should i do well first of all of course that's what you're gonna find when you go through someone's phone b if you're you know worried about the fact you know if you're you know it's you he has two options really one is to confront it and be like I went through your phone. I saw that you're thinking about breaking up with me and try to salvage the situation or B, 
confront her and just be like, we're done. Like, I'm not, you know, you obviously don't have any trust in this relationship. It's, you know, which it, he sounds like he kind of really likes her. So I think that he should pick A, you know, just be like, listen, how can we work on this? Or do you guys disagree? The one thing I'm hung up on, did you say pasta puns? (laughs) Right. I'm like, in my mind, I'm like, I'm thinking of Bob and I'm like, pasta puns regarding like the relationship or breaking up. Sorry to interrupt, Matt. I stopped listening after pasta puns. (laughs) Right. (laughs) The only time... (laughs) <laughs> the same way. I was like ling- linguine, linguine. I'm like shit. Yeah. <laughs> pasta puns are hard. Sp- spaghetti. It's like how do you even make a, like yeah. a pun? Well, was- hold, well, I'll tell you how. I'll tell you how. First of all, the first thing he has to do with 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 the pasta pun guy that he doesn't know is start using his noodle first of all. Because- <laughs> there you go. Huh? <laughs> Fuck. Because. Yeah, as much as the pasta, yeah. as much as the pasta pun thing has strained their relationship, it's not just <laughs> it's not just going to boil over. Yeah, what yeah. she doesn't want to do. If I was her, I would be careful just to own up to whatever it is she's said with some dude on DMs and just not prostitute herself. <laughs> <laughs> because I think this would mess with my sex life. Look, if I had read this in my wife's phone. I mean, my rigatoni would not be al dente. It would be all the way boiled. All the this way. Whole boiled. Thing, the, whole, the whole thing's corkscrew. The whole thing's corkscrew. That's what I feel. It's all corkscrew. Hundred percent. Yeah. It's he's got a he's got a penne a letter to her. Yeah. To quit the business. Some other guy on Instagram is going to be stuffing your manicotti, sir. <laughs> it's uh, but yeah, it's definitely a, diff- a difficult situation. But it's you know, it's one of those situations. You know, again, it's. The more news you have, it's almost like what, you know, it's like, would you rather know everything that someone thought about you or nothing at all? I feel like I would want to know nothing. I'm too sensitive to, you know, if I knew even someone that I loved or liked, you know, thought or said something bad about me, I'd be like, what? You said that you don't like my pasta? Like, I would be too sensitive. I cooked him macaroni and he said it was an al dente. And al dente is the way he prefers his noodles. I wish I was dead, Linda. I wish I was dead. <laughs> yeah. yeah. What I mean, what do you guys say? I mean, do you guys what, do you guys think that he should confront her? Fishman, do you think he should confront her? No, just end it. Just end it. You don't have to confront her. Just be like, first of all, ignorance is bliss. He doesn't even know what they've been saying about him. It's because it's you can't recover. It's like, People are like, oh, if you read other people's minds when they think about you, would you want to know? No, you don't want to know. It'll ruin you forever. It'll be terrible. Um, just end it and walk away. Therefore, you'd be the one who ends it. Clearly, she's not happy. And, you know. Oh, you think just don't even don't even address the fact that he, that he went through the phone. Just No, because that won't even work because he gets, he gets to walk away looking like the good guy. You know, no oh. one looks good. If you're the one who looks at the phone, you don't come off looking like the good person. You just be like, hey, I said I'm going to end this, you know. I've had enough of this, you know, and uh, trying to think of a, of a pasta pun as I say this, but I'm, you know, just blank. I'm sorry. There's nothing up here. I'm what trying. Bob, I'm trying, Bob, man. There's boiling water over here. I can't, I can't do it. <laughs> Another guy's baking my lady's sauce. That's what's going on right now. 
Bob, but what do you think you should do? Do you think he should? Do you think he should confront her? Do you think he should marinara it? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's good. Oh, Joel's got one. He said, "Did she refer to John as a limp queenie?" <laughs> yeah, weed down, John. Uh, first, nobody's name is John. First of all, that's not true. Uh, but, but either way, listen. Here's, the, the pasta dude was in another state, right? Yeah, he's far away. Okay, so the one dude that you know she's DMing with, she's it's physically unlikely that her and that dude are going to be anywhere near each other. Yeah, okay. However, you have an inside scoop into what turns her on, and it's Italian food puns. So that dude just handed you, handed you extra sexual intercourse. Uh, in a five course meal at 2 p.m. on a Sunday in a restaurant owned by the mob. <laughs> he just did you a favor. Don't say you went through the phone, you fuck, and never do it again. Because I always say this every time I'm on Love Gurus, I've always said this, and I'll say it again this time so I don't forget. Honesty and communication are the two worst things a relationship can have. You have that. You yeah. got nothing. 100%. 100%. Yes. Amy on YouTube says, listen, I never admit that I go through someone's phone unless I find something worse than just going through your phone. Right. It's, it's like Bob was saying, honesty and communication is going to fuck this guy over if he goes, I went through your phone and blah. Like, it, it, just, just break it no, off. You show up with a chef's hat and a, and a bunch of like uncooked spaghetti and you just have yourself and nothing else but the apron and you have yourself a good time. Yeah. yeah. Do you a favor. You know what this recipe needs? A little gar licking you out. Uh, <laughs> Here's how Chef Boyardee got his wife. I heard that's how it happened. <laughs> Put a little Alfredo sauce on her face. You got this, buddy. Oh, yeah. All right. Okay. So, okay. So, so Bob, you're saying obviously, yeah, honesty and communication out the window. Is that your final advice for this couple? Oh, that's my final advice for everyone I know. <laughs> that's how you end all conversations. Uh, pff, we're all going to die. <laughs> you guys are quarantined. You don't even have COVID. You know how crazy that is? We're all going to die. Yeah, we are all going to die. It's the end. Okay. What, what other final advice do we have for this person? Uh, Dumper. End it. Don't ask why. Be the guy that does it first because, you know, don't admit they look at the messages because I'm done. I'm not unhappy. And you're just, that's it. You go out on top. It's a, uh, you kind of, what's it? What's the thing in Seinfeld? I've got hand. He's got hand. So he's the one who ends it first <laughs> and the top of the relationship. So that's, that's what I say. Nice. Yeah. Yes. What about you, Jake? What final advice do you have for this person? Yeah. I mean, the obvious thing I, I, I feel is, is, to just break up with her right away. And I wouldn't even tell her, this is why I did it. Why am I doing this? Because I looked through your phone because I'm an insecure prick. And I hate that you're cheating on me. <laughs> what you do is you just, you you now get to be the person that breaks up with her. Even people that are going to get broke up with, especially like cheaters and people that are going, I'm going to do this. Yeah. And they're telling all their friends they're going to do this before they do it. They tend to be petty, shitty people. The fact that she's getting broken up with first, that's going to tear her apart. And you could fucking like leave on the way out the door. You kick a little few things over emotionally. You say, also, I just, for what it's worth, I can't be with a woman 
who kind of smells like anchovies in Copenhagen. I'm sorry. It's just <laughs> your bread. It's not. I mean, I love who you are on the inside, except for the inside of your mouth. It's I feel like I'm kissing an open manhole cover after a flood or something. Jesus, there's just it's like the sewage is just backing up directly into me. You smell gross. And just say something. I mean, maybe she's gotten drunk and vented to you about oh, when I was in junior high, the mean girl said this about my ass. Like, I don't know, just something. And you 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 go at her with that. You you use this inside information. Um, maybe get closer, keep your, your friends closer. And, you, you know, then nah, I fucked it up. But either way, keep your enemies <laughs> closer to you than, than your friends, I believe, is what was said in some movie with Al Pacino a long time ago. So you do that. You find those friends that she's confiding in, uh, saying, I'm going to break up with John. And you you try to get some information about her, maybe. You know, what did people tease her about? That kind of thing. Yeah. Or you could just um, maybe do a little bit of, uh, you, you know, that, that song, if you like pina coladas, you could do like a 2021 mollied out Zenial yeah. version of that, where you, you know, you course you get your own pasta puns you do all that you make your own fake profile you look like the chef boy rd if he was with abs his sexy nephew <laughs> you know just with an unironic handlebar mustache i have this because i fucking cook italian foods delicious but abs you know like boom and and, and you just text her and all of that and then she, you know you you just text yeah you come come to this hotel but i, I like it low lit and then she's coming in the door. To, it's a me. It's a Luigi, the guy with the abs and the mustache and all the pasta puns. You Google these, you get some really good ones, you know. And yes. then, you know, she turns on the, on, the, on the lights and then it's you wearing a fake twirly mustache and you rip it off <laughs> and you say, you're a whore, you know, and then and you <laughs> leave and you run out the door while eating pasta, while eating, you're like, oh, I bet this is delicious. I picked it up from that really good place that you like, you know, and then you just, you, you eat pasta, you pasta cooker. That's what you do. You pasta cooker. You eat some delicious noodles in front of her, and then you just fucking run. Yeah. Well, yeah. I I think pasta cooking is maybe the best phrase we've ever come up with on the Love Gurus podcast. Also illegal in Naples. They'll like you. They'll boot you out of Naples if you do that shit there. But amazing. Well, I think we answered that question. I think we answered all of these questions. Super, super good. Yes, absolutely. Thank you so much to both of our awesome guests. Thank you to Bob Hansen. Thank you to Matt Fishman. You guys were awesome. Follow these guys on social media. Check them out live. Definitely do that. They're hilarious stand-up comics. Thank you to everybody in the comments section. Thank you to Efri Jepstein. And dude, I hope you don't kill yourself like some other guy who I'm sure you have nothing to do with. Um, thank you to Joel. Thank you to Amy in, in, in the YouTube comments. Thank you to all the listeners, most of all. Until next week, catch us live at 8.30 p.m. Eastern every single Thursday on YouTube.